Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered, The Blast. Only 80 games into an NRL career already, seven state of origins and two tests to his credit. Jai Arrow has dropped in, mate. First question, how's Sydney? How's South Sydney? Yeah, really good. Um, I've obviously tried to get used to the Sydney life with all the traffic yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff, but it's been really good. The club and um, all the boys and coaching staff have been very welcoming and um Really loving my time here in Sydney so far, but it's more the getting used to the traffic, and um, that's sort of the, the biggest thing I'm, I'm trying to get used to. What were your first impressions of the club, training, and the blokes? Yeah, really good. Um, as I said, they were very welcoming, and it's um, obviously a club with a lot of history, and it's pretty special when you walk down into the sheds and you you see all the um, you see all the old teams back yeah. from from the start in 1908. So. Uh, definitely had a little squiz at all of that. And, um, you know, training's been good. I'm obviously reunited with um, Wayne and Jason Demetrio, but I'm um, really enjoying my time with the new players and, um, you know, trying to build friendship, new friendships and um, bonds with the players because I'm here for the next four years. So that'll be my, my main focus. Mate, some guys are absolute footy tragics and they love the history of the game and they learn about the history of the game. And obviously, as you said, Souths have got such a huge history. Are you one of those footy nerds that knows everything about everything and and, and what's gone on in the past or not so much? Yeah, look, I would consider myself a footy tragic. Not that I know absolutely everything about footy, but I um, I definitely, I guess, take note of history. Yep. um, Yeah, I'm I'm very you know, aware of, of what's happened in the past and especially coming to South Sydney, I've, I've tried to, I guess, learn as much as I can about yep. the, um, the history that, that they have. Yep. And, um, yeah, as I said, it's pretty cool looking at all the photos and literally there's a, so many photos in black and white. So that's yeah. going back way back. So it's, um, it's pretty cool to see and, um, the jerseys and shorts, the socks, the haircuts, everything, just everything about it to these days is so different, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's very, I guess, rewarding to look at knowing that I'm a part of a club who's has such a proud history, and mm. um, yeah, it's exciting for myself. It was a huge move for you. As a result, it was big news, and it seemed to drag on and on. And I'm talking, it seemed for you like it dragged mm. on and on. God, was it tough to deal with, mate? The fact that it was front and back page news for so long, and everyone wanted to know what you were doing right then. Yeah, I guess at the time it was it was pretty hard for myself. Yeah. Um, I obviously had a I had a massive decision to make and um, to leave my hometown where I you know I grew up since I was at the age of four years old and pretty mm. pretty much never left since then and um, obviously I had a lot of help uh, from my partner and um, she I guess at the time said to me that it was it was solely up to myself and you know no matter what decision I made. Um, you know, she was going to stick by me, which which definitely made it easier. And yeah. I know there was a lot of talk about her career being better down here for you know what she was doing, but she said to never take that into account. It was all my decision, which yep. which definitely um, had a massive weight off my shoulders. And then um, I guess telling telling Justin and telling the club and telling you know the boys is probably the hardest thing. But um, I feel like it was the best thing for myself mm. and 
um, you know, something that I had to do and, and definitely have no regrets over. I'm very, very happy with, with where I'm at down here and, and with what's going on. But at the time it was pretty hard. I never wanted it to get out spiraled out of control with yeah. all the media and stuff, but it's, it's funny how they get a hold of so many, how quickly they get a hold of things. And, um, yeah, I wanted to try and get it done as soon as possible, but yep. for myself, it was a big decision for myself. So yeah. I took my time and I let my manager do his thing. That's what I pay my manager for. So I uh, let him do his thing. I, I made sure I, I did all the pros and cons about everything. And, um, you know, ultimately I, I come up with the decision to come down, down South and, yeah, I'm 100% happy with my decision and um, yeah, I'm here for the next four years and I can't wait for the for the ride to see what happens. Mate, from an outsider's point of view, I thought, you know, you're only 25. I thought you handled it well. I thought you handled it maturely. Uh, the good news is it's all part of the growing curve and you're probably going to be better prepared um, in life dealing with the media, dealing with contracts in the future because you've learned and because of what you've been through. Yeah, definitely. It, it does help. And um, in the NRL these days, we have so much help with um, stuff to do with the media, with stuff to do with, you know, say working with kids and public yep. speaking. With, you know, obviously there, there can be good things about you and bad things about you, which which we got to live with as, I guess, people in the spotlight these days. And, um, you know, look, it comes with a job and, uh, you know, I consider this the best job in the world. So, I'm not too fussed of sitting in front of a camera and blabbering on a bit. I'm um, I'm good at that in general, so I uh, don't mind talking a little bit of crap. So I'll just continue to do that. Uh, good man. Hey, what size are you, mate? Six foot one hundred and five, maybe. Um, I'm six foot so one eighty eight centimeter, which is about six foot one, six yep. foot two, close to. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then uh, hundred, so I weighed in a hundred, hundred and one kilos yesterday. Um, I like to be 9,900, one sort of kilo mark. So I'm happy with where I'm at. So um, I don't want to get too big because the game's getting too fast these days. Yeah, well, that was my next question because size-wise, you're sort of in between the size of a small prop, a decent-sized locker, a back rower on the edge. Uh, But as the game quickens up, your (laughs) shape um, and attributes probably really well suited to it. Yeah, definitely, and with the, especially with the new rule coming in, the play the ball rule, where there's there won't, I don't think there'll be any scrum here, and that's your time to catch your breath, that's your time yep. to sort of you know recuperate. But these um, now, it's just a, it's um, play the ball and do your best, boys. Here we go again. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, as a player, I, I think as a player, we're definitely going to struggle in the middle uh, with the load, the load we do, and. It's going to bring in those little guys. Um, it's going to bring in you know, exciting sort of football. Who knows, maybe more points will be scored. But um, you know, we're definitely working on our defence, our defence focus only because the game's getting so fast now. and um, You've definitely got to be on. You're an Aussie schoolboy in 2012. Who were the standouts in that footy side, mate? I was pretty um, stacked yeah. now that I think about it. My teammate now, Alex Johnson, was at the back. Uh, we had Clint Gutherson, who's, who's now the captain mm. of Parramatta, and he, he, he debuted Origin this year. Mitch Moses and Luke Brooks are in the halves, so pretty handy schoolboy halves. He was on the bench, and Dylan Walker was on the bench. Also had Adam Elliott, who was our skipper. Um, Kalepi Tanganoa, who was an absolute freak of a human back in yep. the high school days. He played for Parramatta. And um, Chris Smith, Chris Smith was on the bench with, with me as well, and um, looking back now, it was a pretty stacked side yeah. and a lot of, I guess, sort of 
gone on to play NRL, which is, um, you know, it's a good thing to see. And it's a good thing for young kids coming through to see that, you know, a, a majority of, of that team you know, has gone on to play NRL, which is you know, exciting for young kids ahead. And, mate, when you went on to play NRL, your debut was for the Broncos. And this is an awesome stat and one that very few can boast. It was in front of over 52,000 people at Suncorp. That is awesome. What do you remember of the day? Um, it, it's a hard one. I think that's the one you always remember. And um, as a kid growing up, all you want to do is is play in the NRL. And, um, you know, I eventually got a phone call from someone at the club and he'd obviously told me that I'd been named to play. So, um, yeah, I was pretty shocked at the time and didn't know yeah. what to expect and went in the next day and, and Wayne said to me, I was going to tell Jai yesterday, I thought I was going to give him a phone call, but I thought stuff him, I'll let him find out for himself and surprise him. <laughs> so that happened. So we all had a, a bit of a giggle. Um, and leading up the week, you, I guess I was you know, so nervous. A, a childhood dream of mine was, was going to come true. And um, and then it was a double header and had been told that it was going to be 52 plus there, 52,000 plus. So I just went, wow, as a 20 year old, um, didn't really know how to take that in, especially playing, I guess, playing park footy growing up where there's only little crowds and stuff like that had gone into the big stage where it was going to be 52. I, I remember, I remember walking into the sheds and seeing my Jersey, my name, my playing number for the Broncos and then the date and obviously who we were playing, which is Manly at the time. And, um, I guess it sort of hit me then and um, I didn't want to put my jersey on straight away so I warmed up in the train up jersey and got through warm up and then I, I finally got to put on that and my first NRL jersey which is something I'll cherish and definitely a lot of emotions were going through me and um, we were the second game so obviously we got we could sort of go out and relax and watch the first game that was in front of us and um, yeah running out was pretty special the the um the roar was yeah it was crazy and very very grateful i've had the opportunity to do that now and um you know, it's a pretty special moment for myself and uh, i do remember running on i remember running on taking my first run i think someone someone hit me pretty hard and i thought all right well well i ran on actually we scored and then i took a carry that next set off yeah. the kickoff so um yeah definitely remember that i saved the most important question to last. Are we going to see the return of shit chop or are we done with the radical haircuts? Uh, yeah, nah. I've, I've, I had a chat to Wayne about that. He's um, He come up to me. I didn't have my I didn't have my mullet at the time. I, he, he, I think he saw me with the mullet once, but it wasn't at a bad state. <laughs> uh, he said to me, you won't be having a crap haircut like that when you come down. I said, no, you're the boss. You're the boss. I'll... Um, uh, I'll I'll stick to what you say and I'll um, have the normal haircut even though it looks horrendous. So I've got bed hair. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it was a grade five abuse of hair privilege, but I say that because I'm only jealous. Yeah. Thanks for dropping in on Andy Raymond <laughs> Unfiltered. Chat again soon, mate. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it.